this is Alex. And this is Ellen. And you are listening to our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about everything books. Today's episode is something that we're starting with by calling our series wrap episode. So we um, have done some individual uh, episodes on the three books in the Caraval series by Stephanie Garber. And this episode is just um, our little way of rounding up the full series, mentioning anything we forgot to mention in any of the other ones, um, and then just sort of mourning the series and um, and just sort of processing it before we move on to our next books. Um, spoiler warning, <laughs> we will be talking about all three books in this series. So that's Caraval, Legendary, and Finale. So if you haven't read those um, and you don't want spoilers, go back and read those, listen to our individual episodes, and then come listen to this one. We'd love to have you. And if you don't care about spoilers, then that's fine. Stay, hang out. We would also love to have you. Yes. so this series has been a great read for both of us. Mm -hmm. And... In case you haven't listened to any of the individual book episodes on this, we just wanted to do a slight recap so you know, you know, what's going on or just a little, little teaser into what you might be getting into in this episode. So this series is about two sisters who end up finding this magical world and both end up falling in love. Though there are some love triangles involved, which <laughs> is always very exciting. Who doesn't and, love a love triangle? I mean, come on. Yeah, and there's intrigue and deception. And murder. And, and murder, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Not like a ton of murder, though. Magic. Like, if you're worried, no, of, like no. if you're worried about a ton of murder, like, not a ton. Just, like... Mid- it's mostly a magical, adventurous romance yeah i think that's a great way to describe it yeah alex you should you should just like write the the spiels for the series it's perfect it's a magical yeah you should be you are i've we've decided it's okay that's final perfect cross it off (laughs) make sure they know that i should be writing their yes their succinct uh, descriptions of their I also think um, it will be great if you do it after reading the series, but I'm kind of already in love with the idea of you providing a succinct synopsis after not having read the series. (laughs) Um, I think that I think we've uncovered um, a great potential um, job opportunity for you. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, coming up with uh, synopsis without having read the series. Um, Ooh, I think perfect. I could be really terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely something. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, shall we get into our, I our was, favorite I, I was just gonna say, Alex, portion? we've read the whole <laughs> series, we've read all three books, which one was your favorite? So, 
this was a very easy question for me. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was for you. It wasn't, but, but that's fine. <laughs> the second book was, okay. hands down, my favorite for multiple reasons. Okay, let me like, hear it. As you know, I wasn't a huge fan of the magic in the first book. Right. Like, it's not my favorite kind of magic. Mm-hmm. But in the second book, when they brought in the fate yep. on top of that, yeah. that really just like caught my interest so much more mm-hmm. um and made the magical side of these books so much more intriguing for me okay so I loved that about the second book okay. but you still get that combination of magic in the third book too um but I also really loved that my perception of one of the main characters just completely flipped in the second book yeah like, I didn't really like Tella in the first book at all. And Same. I think that was, you know, purposeful. I mean, I don't know if it was purposeful by the author, but to me, it seemed like she made us perceive Tella in a more negative way in the first book. And then in the second book, you're like, oh my God, I love her. She's the best thing ever. Right. Um, so I, I enjoyed the fact that I got to really love both sisters in right. the second book um, instead of really only liking Scarlet in the first one. Sure. And then I also loved the love interests in the second book. Okay. I really had a problem with a lot of the men in the third book. Mm-hmm. Like I, they were just driving me crazy with how terribly they were treating Tella. Right, for sure. I just, like, couldn't handle it and kept getting so frustrated and angry at so many of the characters in the third book, whereas in the second book, the love interests were so much more manageable (laughs) in terms of my emotional state. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And they were, you know, exciting and new and, yeah, I think that about sums up why the second book is my favorite okay what about you were you able to easily pick a favorite book or was this I was and it kind of surprised me so and 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 also kind of didn't surprise me so I had to think long and hard about this because I loved all three of the books for very different reasons um but I think yeah, I think the first one is my favorite, which is oh, okay. which is weird because I, <clears throat> much like you, came to love Tella in the second and third books, and I also didn't like her much in the first one. But um, I just loved, I mean, all of the books are very much like you're on the edge of your seat and you're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. But I, I felt that so keenly in the first one um and I kind of just loved that suspense and that like build up and that like like you really can't (laughs) like you really don't know what's real and what's not like and I just and I just and and this is partially why it was surprising to me because I when I first started reading the third book I think I texted this to you too even I was like okay, so far this one's my favorite. And I think probably it would be my second favorite um, is the third one. Um, And this would all be in in the list of from love to 
to really, really like. Like, it was definitely not, like, a love to didn't like in okay. list of favorites. Um, because I truly did enjoy all three of them so much. Um, but after I was sitting and thinking about it, like, a lot of the stuff that I kept returning to and thinking about was the first book. And so I was like, clearly, this <laughs> this must mm-hmm. be this must be my favorite. So I'm going to go with first book. Okay, yeah. that's so interesting that our favorites really do not align at all in this series. Yeah, and that's okay. That's the that's the beauty of books. I mean, that's the beauty of, and, and us, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what, I can still be best friends with you even if we don't have the same opinions? Yes. What? I know, it's crazy. Yeah, rest of the world, take note. You can actually be civil and like people who don't have the same opinions as you. <laughs> Content the American political landscape. Yes, and actually, I guess we should probably just, as a quick little side note, um, it, this is super fresh in our minds here uh, because we are recording the day after um, some big election news here in the States um, that I think I can safely say we're both pretty relieved about. Um so this this whole thing is a little, I think, fresh in both of our minds uh, on the heels of that. So Very true. just a quick little yeah. FYI. FYI. I don't know. FYI is not the right word, but whatever. You know what I mean. Everyone, mm-hmm. stop looking at me. Um, I, say, <laughs> I say as I sit alone in this room. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So we did favorite book. And anyone who's listened to our individual episodes know that I struggled with this throughout all three of the books, um, but mostly the second two. I think I, I think I firmly had a favorite character for the first book, um, but I struggled with it there on out. Um, but Alex, you have been pretty steady. I mean, in, in being able to pick one favorite character in all of these books. Yes. So do you have one favorite character for the whole series? Yeah, I mean, I think this question was pretty obvious to me, mm-hmm. considering that I had the same favorite character in two of the books. Yep. So it just makes sense to then just run that through the entirety of the books, especially since some of my other favorite characters kind of let me down <laughs> in other books. Yep. That we're just not going to talk about. Cough, cough, Jax. Blossom with Scarlet. Yeah. And um I don't know. I love a good love story. I'm such a sucker for them. I mean and duh. Theirs was just such a beautiful had such a beautiful ending to it and he you know, started out with this mysterious era to him or aura. Wow. <laughs> And I was like, what is she talking about? Yep, I bet I, it, it was a mush of different words ending up spewing out of my mouth at one point. Um, it happens. It happens. Anyways, anyways I, I definitely am also a sucker for, like, the mysterious potential bad boy. Well, duh. Um, so that also 
immediately drew me into Although that's character. really funny that you say that because I would say kind of ultimately the mysterious bad boy ended up being Dante slash legend. Oh, for sure. And you, you were not really the biggest fan of him throughout most of the books. Yes, that is, that is true. Um, and I don't know, I can't, I guess there's always an anomaly for, um, any trend, right? Oh, (laughs) For sure. I'm not, I'm, oh, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that besides that's just funny that you should mention it because sort of the, the biggest bad, bad boy, quote unquote, is, um, one that, I mean, you, I think you liked him, but not as much as you liked some other options that were there. Yeah, that's very true. So, were you able to decide on a favorite character of the series? Um, I was. No? I was. Really? Yeah. Um, yet again, it was <laughs> some serious sit down with myself and think about it time. Um, and I kind of came to the same uh, conclusion that you did because uh, this character was my favorite in one of the books and then part of my favorites that I tried to sneak into making it one favorite in the other book. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, so clearly I think this character we could safely say is my favorite. Um, okay. And it's Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, I identify with her a lot as an older sister, as we've talked about. Um, and just in the way that she works so hard to lead her life with love and um, she's supportive of, you know, her sister and Julian and, but she's not um, weak in her, you know, she's not passive in her support. You know, she's, um, she's still strong and she does what she needs to do and, um, I don't know. So she's, uh, I just, I love her character. I love her character arc. Um, and yeah, so that was just sort of my realization that I think she was my favorite character in the whole series. I mean, she is a pretty great character. There, there's a, there are a lot of really great characters. Oh yeah. I mean, it, t- I think t- Tello was a close second. Yeah. I think it's, refreshing and nice to see so many main characters that you either end up liking in the end Mm -hmm. aka my relationship with Dante (laughs) is what happened there or I like that you refer to it as (laughs) your relationship with Dante (laughs) whatever (laughs) Um, you go ahead sorry yes because I feel like there are many times in other books where you have multiple main characters who just like aren't as relatable or you just don't like them as much Mm -hmm. and so having so many main characters that you end up falling in love with was really a really great part of the series okay yeah no for sure okay so speaking of characters i have a fun little let's see how quickly we can talk this through so i would say there's 
five main characters throughout the mm-hmm. series. The sisters, Scarlet and Tella, the brothers, Dante and Julian, and Jax, I would say, are kind of the main characters. Yes, I agree with that. Can you put them in order from favorite to least favorite for me? Ooh. Okay. Favorite, obviously, as we discussed, Julian. <laughs> right. Then, oh, this is hard. Can I tie for a second? You can, you can do whatever you want because (laughs) I, I had took some liberties with my favorite characters in some of these other episodes. So absolutely you can tie them. Okay. So tie for a second are Tella and Scarlet. And then, oh, this is so hard too for the last two because I have such different feelings about them in different parts of the series. I know. Um, so then I guess four is Dante and five is Jax because he really just let me down. Okay. But I shouldn't have been fooled because I knew his true nature. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. How about you? How would you? So Scarlet obviously would be number one. Um, and then Tella, like I said, is a close second. Um, mm-hmm. and then... Um, which, and then this feels weird because Julian was never my favorite character in a book. Um, but he would be third. Um. Really? Ahead of Dante? Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, is, I mean, all of these characters have certainly have problematic tendencies because they're human. People make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And it'd be really boring to read a book about... (laughs) A totally perfect person who never makes any mistakes and never, <laughs> you know, like, nobody wants to read that. We want to read about people that we can identify with and we can root for and we can vilify. Like, we want, we want flavor, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and so, um, but he, but he's just so steady and solid and, mm-hmm. um, I love his his support of Scarlet and and I mean sure occasionally he gets in her way um and I don't love that so much but for the most part he lets her do what she needs to do you know he doesn't try to stop her he doesn't try to um sure he might try to mess it up <laughs> like we saw in the third book when he goes with her to um, meet the count, you know, like, so certainly he tries to get in the way sometimes, but he doesn't flat out, like, tell her, you can't do this, because you're a, you know, so, um, exactly, exactly, um, so that, it, it feels weird to say it, because in the third book, Legend slash Dante was my favorite character, um, but when I put them all together, he's number four, um, And then Jax is, like, 10, which is funny because there's, like, <laughs> nobody else that I'd really put ahead of him. But, like, I've, I I was ready for him to be an option for Tella, um, but he was never – I was never as big a fan of him as you were. Yeah. Um, I know. As I, we I guess... discussed. But then, you know, as we discussed in the last episode, you know, he um, – he really burned those bridges for me when he uh, married her without 
mm-hmm. without her consent. And I was like, nope, done. Like, that's... Yep. That's the nail in the coffin, Jax. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's a common thread that you'll find in stories where there's troubled relationships. It's if the guy does something without the woman knowing yeah or or vice versa yeah oh for sure you know you have to even if you're doing it for the person the other person it seems like that's something that can really break the relationship absolutely versus like telling them that you know nobody wants decisions to be made for themselves like for them without their knowledge you know Mm -hmm. um so, yeah. Okay. So, speaking of characters, um, Alex, you sort of know this. Listeners, this is our first series wrap. I like to, when I finish a series, I like to sort of imagine um, what would happen. Not even what would happen, but, like, imagine if the characters in the first book could meet themselves farther down the line in the books. And... I always just think, like, how cool would that be for them? Because, like, I, like, especially in these books, like, if Scarlet, at the beginning of book one, could meet herself at the end of the series as the Empress, like, she would have been, she would have been, like, like, like. (laughs) Yeah, she would have been, like, you're, you're joking. Yeah, absolutely. And, like. You know, and Tella, like, I think the thing is, is I think Tella, the, the reason that we don't like her, or you and I, we, I mean, certainly there might be people who didn't mind her or whatever in the first book. She just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But she truly, she truly changes, you know, throughout the, the series, you know, and, um... As is mentioned in some, like, the second and third book, you know, she she attributes that to the fact that she actually dies, right, at the end of the first book, you know. So, but, like, if she in the first book could meet herself in the second book, you know, sort of struggling to figure out, or really in the third book, too, (laughs) she she sort of struggles through books two and three to figure out what she wants and what should be, you know, done and everything. I just, and it's, you know, it's just something that sort of lives a little rent-free in my mind when I finish um, a series is just sort of, if only there was a way for them to see where they ended up, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the biggest things for Scarlet would be that she's an empress, that she didn't marry you know, her betrothed from the beginning of the first book. And, I mean, her father and her magic were another big thing. Whereas for Tella, for me, I think one of the biggest surprises for her, because in the first book and even the beginning of the second book, you find out that she just knows, like, deep in her core because of what had happened with, her finding the cards and her mother disappearing yeah that she will not have a love like yes. she will not be with someone mm-hmm. and that's such a huge transition 
and like completely out of her realm of possibility initially that she would end up being in love and being loved by someone else yes you know in a true relationship absolutely the only thing I'd add about Scarlett is her coming into her own personal power and I don't mean like her magic I mean just in her power as a as a woman you know like you know you meet her at the beginning of the series and she's um she I mean she's she's certainly strong um in the sense that she's constantly thinking about protecting her sister and protecting herself and getting them away from their abusive father like you know there's certainly quite a bit of strength there um and right, but at the same time it's all about safety exactly her. and she's and so there's also a certain amount of timidness tim, tim, timidity um <laughs> i don't know timid she's timid is is what i'm trying to say i i don't know what the <laughs> I'm having a little brain fart here. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's certainly strength in people who live in abusive situations and persevere through abusive situations. So I don't I don't want to um, I don't want to minimize that at all. But she really comes into her own power, you know, like she she realizes her strength and she realizes her um herself really I feel like Mm -hmm. is is such an important thing um and she succeeds in getting them out of this situation um maybe not all by her and certainly not all by herself I should say uh because Tella of course had a big part in that as we find out at the end of the first book but um you know like it's just she I love her coming into her own Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh yeah. Which is also part of why she's my favorite character. <laughs> um, yeah. So while we're on the topic of characters. Yes. I just wanted to say that, I mean, it makes sense that we only get five main characters in three books. Yeah. But I really was disappointed that we didn't get more insight into a lot of the other characters like I really like after I finished reading the books and looked back I was like oh man I wish we had gotten more insight and knew more and interacted more with both of the fathers and I wanted to learn more about Nicholas and Paloma and Esmeralda and like some of the other main performers yeah really only get a slight view into the all of those characters for sure you know they're supporting but they were still intriguing enough that I wanted them to be more than just supporting characters you know yeah no I definitely agree with that um and sort of in the in that vein so we um yeah I realized what I was what I realized what I said was going to say was basically exactly what you just said. So I was like, I don't have to, I don't have to repeat that. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I would have loved to see, um, or would love to see. I mean, just so, just so you know, Stephanie Garber, we're willing to read more if you make more. Um, 
you know, like I would love like we could do like a we we could do a prequel. We could do a um this is how legend got his power. So we could learn more about Esmeralda. We could learn more about the fates. We could learn, you know, like I'm Yeah, so Stephanie Garber, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> to this podcast that we haven't even published yet. Yeah. <laughs> any episodes and we're still somehow going to have you as a listener yeah she knows <laughs> I think probably it, she's probably psychic and so she's like oh they're talking about me okay like she she knows <laughs> okay perfect I'm glad she's listening to these recommendations yeah of course that she we is. are super qualified to provide yes also accurate um so I have one last sort of question for you in this in this little portion of it um, in a, in a series full of surprises, what were the biggest surprises for you as a reader? Whether, oh, man. whether they were parts in the series or just like surprises that you had as you read them? Yeah, that's a very good question. So I'm going to start off by saying what was not a big surprise to me <laughs> <Okay>. was... <laughs> Scarlet having powers and having magic. Right. Yep. Like, I totally, even in the first book, thought that that was going to be something that occurred. Yep. So, I don't know if other people found that surprising that she developed magic later on in the series, but I totally saw that coming. I was yep. very proud of myself um, for actually seeing something coming. Um, I think one of the most heartbreaking surprises for me was how quickly Paloma was killed off. Yeah. Like, I I assumed that once she woke up, like, she was going to become another main character. Yeah. Like, I thought that her daughters would actually get some time with her. Right. And the fact that, like, she woke up and then died promptly after that (laughs) was very um both heart-wrenching and surprising yeah like I did not see that coming at all and I mean I know in the, the first book so much was surprising because you couldn't tell what was real right at all yeah basically um but I still think for me that Paloma's death was just really, really hit me as something that I had not anticipated at all whatsoever. Yeah. Like, like I could have seen her dying, but not that quickly. Yeah, that was, it was very quick. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about for you? Um, let's see. I mean, I think one of the biggest surprises is for me um, is something that we've already touched on um, after the first book was how much I enjoyed Tella just in general. Like, mm. <clears throat> I think I, maybe I mentioned it. I don't know. I I, th- I certainly thought it. Um, when I started reading the second book and it was in Tella's point of view, a little part of me was like, really? Like... <laughs> I was like pretty I was a little disappointed I know I was like dang it like 
And also, like, as someone who gets very emotionally attached to characters, I was like, I just got so invested in these two. And now, like, you're going to tell me I have to spend time with Tella? Like, ugh. But then that that was the biggest surprise to me is how much I came to love and adore her, really. You know, because she's, you know, she, she's... um not the most likable character in the first book. So I think that was probably the biggest surprise for me was how much, so not some, I mean, there were certainly many big surprises in the books themselves, but the biggest surprise for me was my, my love for Tella. Definitely. I totally see that and had a similar reaction for sure. Um, so I don't know if you want to tell everyone because you know a little bit more about this than I do about the new the new books that just came out. Oh, yeah. Well, just one book. So um they so after our last episode, we you know, sort of at the end we were talking about you know, it's called finale and I certainly had the feeling that it didn't feel like a finale. Like it didn't like, certainly many things were wrapped up, but, and then we came to the realization that we had forgotten to mention that whole big part about Tella's daughter. Mm-hmm. And we were both sort of wondering about it and if there were going to be more books. And then I was on uh, Stephanie Garber's website and I saw that they have a collector's edition of the first book, Um with, like, an extra scene from, I think, Julian's point of view, um, and a scene from the upcoming book in the Caraval series. And so, um, or in the world of Caraval, I should say. It's not so much specifically in the series. So I'm very excited for that to come out. Um, I'm sorry, the collector's edition is already out. I'm very excited for the new book, in this in the world to come out because I'm hopeful that it (laughs) helps answer some of these questions that I still had after the last book yes absolutely so why why does it take authors such a long time to write books well it's not like it's a hard job or anything like come on it's not like they it's not like they have to juggle characters and worlds and plot lines and (laughs) nope no and editing and the whole publishing process. Yeah, no, nope, it's nope, nope. it's just words on paper. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I have to wait years for books to come out. This is nonsense. Um, so I think, I think based on that response from Alex, I can safely say that we're both really excited to see um, where this goes. And to take you guys on this journey, because you know when that comes out, we'll read it, we'll talk about it. Um. So I guess, Alex, I just have one more question for you. Okay. Would you reread the series? So I typically do not reread books. Okay. Like that until recently. Recently now, well, I would say Sarah J. Moss was the first author that I ever reread. Okay. Like, it was just not a thing that I did. Yeah. 
Um, and so now, now that I've reread books, I'm like more open to it. Sure. Okay. Um, I, I didn't really see the point in rereading books previously. Yeah. Um, so now that you know my rereading background. Yes. Yes. Um, I would say that I don't know if I would reread them like anytime soon. Okay. Um, whereas with some books now I have reread them you know relatively close together sure um but I could see myself rereading this like in the more distant future okay okay yeah I think that's my long-winded response sure I like it I like it yeah what about you would you so so I'm a little bit different than Alex I'm a huge fan of rereading books I um love to reread books um, and especially series although I certainly will reread standalone books um, mostly because oftentimes I have found when I reread a series there are things that the author snuck in that you would maybe not pick up on in the first um, read through because you don't know how it's going to end And it's one of my favorite things to go back and reread them to see if there's any little Easter eggs, any little nuggets in there that the author was like, here you go. You won't understand this first time readers, but if you come back, you know. Um, So, um, but with that being said, on the flip side, I'm also a little bit like you. So like, I certainly reread series all the time. Um, some I reread (laughs) relatively quickly, um, and some I reread a little bit later down the road. Um, but so the short answer (laughs) for mine is yes, I will definitely reread these. The one is a little bit more up in the air. Uh, but these books especially, like, I feel like there was so much what's going on while I was reading it that, um, uh, I might be able to sort of really sink into the storyline even more mm-hmm. um, without being um, as frantic and panicked as, <laughs> I, as as I was reading some of these some of these books. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that makes complete sense. So, long story short, yes, I will reread them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Alex, anything else to add? I don't think so. All right. I think this was a pretty good series wrap. series wrap episode. Yeah. Well, so thank you everyone for joining us on our Caraval journey. Um, and maybe we'll get to come back, you know, depending on this new book here. Um, if you would like to find us on social media, we're on Twitter. We're the Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast at UPM Pod Official. Um, on Instagram, we're Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast. And I think my favorite is our Gmail. Send us book recommendations, um, your thoughts on the books that we've already talked about. Um, just say hi, like pet pictures. Really, I mean, we're open to anything. We, we would love to communicate with you all. Um, so you can email us at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast at gmail.com. Um, thanks for listening.